Hello everyone out there, this is Peter Harris from Commercial Property Advisors, author of the book, Commercial Real Estate Investing for Dummies, and coach and mentor to many commercial real estate investors all across this great nation of ours. The title and subject of today's podcast is Preventing Property Management Fraud. I want to share a fact with you, and that fact is 9 out of 10 property managers are no good. That means 9 out of 10 will completely fail you on your property, right? They'll fail you either physically where they won't take care of the property and they'll drag it to the ground, right? Or they won't take care of it financially where they will make mistakes accounting-wise or they'll steal from you. So this is about preventing property management fraud. So I'm going to share with you how they steal from you and how you can prevent it. I'm all about teaching our students how to maximize your cash flow and cash and cash returns using commercial real estate. So this is a very important topic. Not a very positive one, but probably the most useful on property management. So let's get started. I'll share with you a true story. This story is about property manager Debbie. Debbie was a superstar in the property. She's been managing your property for six years. Again, true story. She keeps the property full. It's clean. It's always occupied. It cash flows. She runs the payroll, pays the invoices, and does bank reconciliation. So she runs the entire accounting. And she helps you close deals. When you're ready to close your deal, you need to pull financials for the lenders, what have you. She's always there for you. And we will call her an all-star property manager. We all want one of those, an all-star property manager, because they allow you to go on other deals. That's all-star Debbie. Well, life started to unravel with the all-star Debbie, and Debbie turned into thief Debbie. Let me share with you how this happens. This happens all too often. I want you to be on the lookout. So Debbie's always seemed to be short of cash. Now, she always seemed short of cash, but why one day did she lease a brand new Mercedes, right? Next, uh, four years ago, Debbie got divorced, and the owners knew that. They gave her a flex schedule. Some of the owner's kids babysat her kids so she can come to work and take care of things court-wise. But this divorce caused her to go into major credit card debt, and she asked the owner for a raise. Now, Debbie's pay scale was already at the top, so they implemented a bonus system so she would get bonuses if she can keep the property full and meet certain goals. And she did, and she got paid. But Debbie saw that the owners were getting uh, dividends of $200,000 per year, and she felt entitled to that money. She felt she's working her butt off. She should get some of that. Even though she's top of pay scale and getting bonuses, she felt entitled. Well, to make a long story short, Debbie started writing checks to herself. Now, pay attention to this. This is embezzlement. This is how it happened. Debbie, she paid a electrical utility expense bill for $850. Then she wrote herself a check for $85. And then she wrote another check for $700 for the office printer. Then wrote herself a check for $70. So she wrote her check, herself a check for $85 and $70. She cashed it. Then later on, after it was cashed, she went back into the system and changed those two checks to electrical and office expense so no one can find it. That's embezzlement. Well, uh, Debbie did this for a long time, for four years. One day, Debbie got into a bad car accident, 
and she had to take two weeks off to get her car repaired and heal up. We all feel bad for her. So in the meantime, the owners brought in a temp CPA to pick up where she left off on the county wise. The temp accountant decided to reconcile the bank accounts and she discovered the double checks, a lot of them. Almost every category in accounting, a lot of them all had double checks. That's the embezzlement, double checks. Remember that word. And to make a long story short, uh, Debbie was confronted. She confessed and Debbie has spent three years behind bars. And uh, the judge has ruled against her a judgment of about 175000 The owners will never see that. Debbie is flat broke. They'll never see that. So over the course of the four years of Debbie being the superstar that she was, she stole $210,000 from the owners. You want to know why? It's because she had complete control over the accounting. And then this trust did not line up with her character when things personally unraveled for her. So some things in your personal life you can't, uh, you can't control. However, as owners, you need to control the accounting on your property. I'm going to share with you how to prevent proper management fraud by sharing with you how they steal from you. All right, and I'll give you the remedies. Let's get started. All right, let's get started right here. I'm going to share with you the seven basic functions of a property manager for a commercial property. So their first function is accounting. Their second function is rent collection. Their third function is leasing. The fourth function is repairs and maintenance. All sound pretty common, right? Uh, the fifth function is security deposits. The sixth function is mortgage and utility payments. And the seventh function is inspection of the property. So those are the seven basic functions that a typical property manager will do for you on your commercial property. Now, these seven functions revolve around one thing, money, your money. Did you know that the Association of Certified Fraud Examiners, there's a company out there that they have forensic uh, auditors that go in and they examine the financials of a company to look for theft. They have found out that the average embezzler steals $145,000 and 22% of them steal more than a million dollars. So this subject matter what I'm going to share is so important. So now what I want to jump into now is I want to give you several ways in which a proper manager can steal from you so that you can have the watchful eyes. This is not rocket science. Let's do that next. I know that I'm being very harsh on proper managers and there are some really, really awesome, trustworthy, superb, superstar proper managers out there. And you're probably one of them. But there's a, a few bad apples in the bunch that gives the good proper managers a bad name. I've been in this business for over 20 years. I had some super great ones today. They're super great. And years prior, I had some ones that stunk up the place. All right. So I learned from the ones that stunk up the place. And that's what I want to share today. So what happened to me doesn't have to happen to you. That's why I'm sharing this. All right. So here, let me share with you the first couple ways that proper managers can steal from you. Like I said, it's not rocket science. Okay. It's not rocket science. Number one is they can pocket unreported income. Here's how they do that. Let's say you have a vacant unit. Okay. They will fill the vacant unit but they don't record it in the property management software and they pocket the money for a few months, right? So they'll tell you, you look at reporting, you go, man, unit number 101 has been vacant for like two or three months. 
I know, I know I'm working on it. It's almost full. I get, you know, I'm getting a lot of inquiries, but I just can't seem to fill it, right? But it is filled. And how they do that, they hide the unit status in the property management software for a few months while they pocket the money. Then after a while, they say, okay, we got it filled. And they will, in the system, move that person in, even though that person's been in there for three months. Okay? So that's way number one. Way number two is to create bogus invoices. Here's, here's what they do. They recreate a bogus invoice. Let's say it's a $1,000 invoice for contract services, and it gets paid to a fake company. And the fake company is theirs. It's, their, it's the property manager's company. And then they will pay the bogus invoice and pocket the money. Okay? So the work was never done. The work was never done. The property never ever needed that work. But they created it so they can pay themselves and steal from the, the owners a thousand dollars. So two simple ways that they can steal from you. Here are the third and fourth way that a property manager whom you trust, that's the hard part, whom you trust may possibly steal from you. Okay? So number three is called receiving kickbacks. We all know what a kickback is, but here's what it looks like. Uh, in property management, and it is totally unethical. Now, the property manager orders a $3,500 air conditioning unit, $3,500, but it should cost $2,500. So they pay $1,000 extra for the AC unit, and then the air conditioning company kicks back them a $1,000 profit to the property manager. That is totally unethical, and in my opinion, against the law. But they, this is how they steal from you, and this is very hard to find unless you can stay on top of your game, and we will go over that in a few minutes, okay? How to find out stuff like this. All right, number four is called the double-check fraud. This is exactly what Debbie did. Now, this double-check fraud, it can go unnoticed for years, unnoticed. It is very difficult to find unless you are on it on your accounting system. Now, again, I'll share with you the proper manager writes two checks, one check for the utility expense and one check to themselves. And then they cash the checks, okay, they cash the check paid to themselves, and they come back and change the check in the accounting system to the utility vendor. So you will never see it unless you match the check versus the expense on your P&Ls. And then if your proper manager's complete control over the accounting, you'll never know. All right, so that was number three and number four. What I want to do next is I just gave you four simple and very quick ways they can steal from you. Now I want to share with you something very practical. Are there signs, Peter, that, that tell me my proper manager uh, is stealing from me or on the verge of stealing? Yes, there are signs. Let's do that next. Here are six things to watch out for, which may indicate that your proper manager is stealing from you or about to steal from you. Now, let me just say this. Proper managers are like all of us. They're human beings tasked with things to do for a living. And sometimes their personal lives can take control of their work lives. That's what you have to watch out for. Okay, So this applies to not only uh, commercial real estate property management, to any other business you're running. You have to watch out for these things. Now. Number one is if you notice that someone in the office, in proper management office, is having financial issues or difficulty, that could be a sign that they need more money and your property with all the cash coming in could solve their issue. 
So be watch out for that. Number two, if you notice that the property manager is living beyond their means, you know their salary, you know their take-home pay, but and and they're single. So how are they buying new cars and going to Bora Bora Tahiti and buying expensive jewelry? Hmm, right? How do they do that? Could it be that they're investing? Number three, if they're getting divorced, okay? Divorce is a horrible thing and it can disrupt uh, your personal life and it is actually worse than bankruptcy. So when your property manager is getting divorced, it's a sign that their financial life is about to turn completely upside down. Not only their personal life, but their financial life. Number four, if there's a noticeable change in their habits, if all of a sudden, Debbie was once cheerful, now she's depressed. Or once she had everything so organized on her desk in the system, and now it's disorganized. That's a warning sign. That's a warning sign that things are about to change. Number five, you suspect drugs or gambling. Unfortunately, this can happen to the A-class down to C-class properties where drugs or gambling can impact their work life of your property manager. Next thing you know, to support the drugs and gambling, they're gonna steal from the property. Again, things to watch out for. Lastly, number six, if your property manager is exhibiting control issues. Here's an example. They let no one touch the accounting system. No one else has the passwords. If you need a bill printed out, they will do it. Anything to do with accounting money, they will do it. They have complete control and no one will touch it. So you would say that person has control issues. Hmm, makes you wonder, why are they so controlling? All right, okay. So again, these are six things to watch out for with your property manager. If they exhibit these signs, you need to be extra, extra watchful. Now, let's go on and discuss some possible solutions or things you need to have in place to prevent any of this from happening. Let's do that next. All right, so what I'm gonna do here in this final piece is I'm gonna start with some solutions on, on what to do to help you prevent property management fraud. And you'll start with three simple things. You don't have to be an accountant or have a degree in accounting or be a CPA to do these three things as the owner. This is what we teach our students. Number one is you must have internal controls over the numbers. Number two, you need to have your own accounting. I'll share with that what that means. And number three, you need to have complete control over the bookkeeping. What do all three have in common? One thing, money your money. You need to control your money. You're buying income producing property. You need to be aware and control of the income and expenses. Got it? Let's start with number one. Number one, you must have internal controls. What I mean by that is all of your accounting procedures must be documented. Once a invoice comes in, what happens to it? If you hire a third party manager, you don't do it yourself, most likely, you know, you can call and ask, how is that done? Once you guys receive a bill, how's it done? You must understand that. All the receipts, all the invoices must be double checked. And they need to check for validity that the invoices are valid. This is where the beginning of fraud prevention starts. Okay, this is where it happens. This is to have internal controls and separate procedures and best practices need to happen right here. Number two, you need to have your own accounting. What I mean by that is to segregate your accounting duties. If you recall, the problem with Debbie was Debbie had complete control over the accounting. 
She uh, put in all the bills. She paid the invoices. She did bank reconciliations. She had complete control. What they should have done is separate those duties. We call that segregation of accounting duties. Basically, one person does daily entry. The other person pays the bills. Okay? Not one person because you're going to be like Debbie. Number three is to have complete control over bookkeeping. I'm not saying you're going to be the bookkeeper. What I'm saying is control over it, knowing what's happening bookkeeping-wise on your property. You can use technology for that. Uh, this is what I teach our students. When you purchase a commercial property, property manager takes over. The property manager works off of software. It's high-tech software now, and nearly all of it is online. You need to get online access to their software. They can give you your own user ID number so you can get in and look in as an owner. They have an ownership portal that you can go in and look at income, expenses, checks, and run your reports 24-7. Got it? 24-7. And then lastly, this is what we do for our students. So we have a separate third-party software, probably the most powerful property management slash accounting software in the world. We have our students take their information from the property managers into that system. So we as coaches who are, you know, 20 times more experienced than our students to look at the numbers and make sure things match up. So we are their eyes for property management theft and fraud. Got it? Okay. So one, two, three, start with these solutions and you'll be better off. Guaranteed.